Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the VIP Ignite podcast. I'm your host, Janine White. Tonight, I'm very excited to speak with Michael Fomkin from VIP Ignite. He has he is an investor in multiple Tony Award-winning shows. He's worked with numerous talented musicians that have gone on to sign contracts. So if you are a musician who is interested in getting signings, this is definitely the show for you. Hi, Michael. Thank you for joining me tonight. How are you? I'm doing excellent. I'm living the dream every day of my life, having so much fun and so many exciting things going on. Just got back from Miami, opened up our new VIP Ignite Certified Partner Office in Miami, Florida. So it was absolutely uh, insane. We had a huge grand opening party and talent. So uh, I actually uh, stopped up here in Orlando. actually just met with one of the uh, uh, regional managers for the uh, Disney Corporation, and we may have some really great announcements coming out really soon. So it's been a fabulous week for VIP Ignite and our Ignite Certified Partner Program. And we're actually about five weeks away from our huge event in New York City on November 10th at the Yotel Hotel. Um, we're going to have three full days of, of talent flying in from all over the world to meet with major agencies, casting directors, producers. Um, it's going to be the largest event we've ever done, um, and it's celebrating our 12-year anniversary. So really some exciting things coming up. That is awesome. So much exciting stuff going on with the company. Your talent must be really excited for everything that is going on, for sure. Oh, oh yeah, we just had one of our talent that uh, he's coming from Chicago, Nick H. Um, he actually came down to Miami for the grand opening there. He's actually an inner circle talent. Um, and literally, uh, he was never modeled a day in his life. Uh, came down to Miami, was working with some uh, local celebrity photographers in the area. We had a stylist, a makeup artist, um, you know, and he just he literally, we just sent over some shots to one of our agents that we work with in New York City. And they literally um, said, we need to see you in New York tomorrow. <laughs> um, and he's like, That's yeah, awesome. I'll be there. Yeah, not a single uh, hesitation. He's been shooting for Versace. He's been shooting with Rick Day, uh, dozens of celebrity photographers. He was just on set for three days for a new movie. He's going to be on set next week for uh, three days of television. Um, so he's literally just taking the fashion scene, TV and film in New York by storm. And the greatest thing is he's never done this before, which goes to prove the point. When attending a VIP Ignite event, when you meet the right people, your life can literally change in a heartbeat. So we're so excited and so proud of him, and his career is literally going to skyrocket. That is fantastic. So not only do you work with models and actors, you work with musicians also, right? I mean, you ha- can. I know you've won. You've been an investor in multiple Tony Award-winning shows on Broadway. Can you like? Can we segue into the music industry and can you tell us about? Um, how how one becomes an investor in Tony, Tony Award-winning shows and how that works? Yeah, absolutely. Actually, the interesting thing is when the, the company first started, uh, a little over 12 years ago, when we first were coming up with the concept, there was still uh, the, the music industry was going through a lot of changes at that time. It, um, you know, people today are so accustomed to literally just having music at their fingertips in every type of digital format. Um, but when we started the company there was still a, a little service called Napster that was still around. Uh, we actually started our company prior to Facebook, um, and p- 
people don't realize there was a time when music wasn't free. <laughs> we actually had yeah. to, you know, go to record stores and go to electronic stores and you would buy albums, you'd buy CDs and cassettes and so forth. And we kind of started our business right in the transition. The recording industry was really changing a lot. Um, so it's kind of kind of an interesting history to kind of see where our company started and, and now where um, the industry has gone as far as music is concerned. But we can talk about that in a moment. But uh, to get back to your question about the Tonys, um, to be honest with you, um, you know, my background myself is in business and management. Um, I've actually worked in the restaurant industry and sales. I used to work with high-end vintage watches. I used to sell watches anywhere from a few thousand dollars to well over a million dollars. So I actually have no formal training whatsoever in Broadway. Um, but when we started the company, um, some of our speakers, one of our speakers actually a man by the name of Robert Galinsky. Uh, he currently has a, uh, an off-Broadway show, one-man show, playing both in New York and L.A. Um, I think he's actually just finishing his L.A. run. He'll be back here in New York. But interesting thing, he introduced us to a woman by the name of Pat Addis, who is a Broadway producer. Um, really interesting person, really interesting background. She didn't start into her career until later in life. She was actually one of the largest owners of, uh, of an advertising agency where they sold like different products for marketing. Um, she was a female, so she worked at a period in her life where um, females were not looked upon as being uh, the point person for business, you know, going back, you mm-hmm. know, 30, 40 years. So she decided her husband had passed away and you know, she was. She took over this business, and you know, people would always say, "Well, where's your husband? Where's, where's the salesman? <laughs> Why is he dealing with you?" Um, yep. So she, you know, she kind of developed a thick skin, um, and she wound up becoming one of the top advertising product companies for marketing in the country. She did that wow. for many, many years, and she kind of, you know, uh, made her fortune. And she decided she was interested in Broadway. Um, she got involved in the community, surrounded herself with producers people on Broadway, investors, um, you know, and so forth. And she literally learned the industry from the inside out, okay, which, again, shows you you are who you surround yourself with. You want to fly with eagles, you need to stop, you know, swimming with the ducks, so to speak. So anyway, long story short, short, when we met her, um, you know, she fell in love with the event. She fell in love with the company. You know, she, she, you know, discovered some really great talent, um, at the time, she was uh, involved in a, show, a Christmas story on Broadway. Um, uh, she won a few Tonys. She was involved in Promises, Promises. And uh, she was also part of the Fantastics, which was one of the longest-running shows off-Broadway. So we wound up talking with her, and she's like, you know, you guys have such a, a great personality. She's like, you know, would you ever think about getting involved in Broadway? And I was like, you know, I, I'm doing the events, and, you know, I, I love Broadway. I love the scene. I love the community. I just love the whole romance and aspect, you know, the lights of Broadway and, you know, just this incredible thing. And I says, I've never in my mind even thought about this, you know, and I've, 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 I've dinner with people like Neil Armstrong and I traveled all over the world and I've done all these things, but I never thought about being involved in Broadway. And she said, you know what, let me show you. Um, And I said, absolutely. So uh, one of the very first plays that she spoke about was a show called Vanya, Sonia, Masha and Spike. Um, starring Sigourney Weaver and David Hyde. And uh, it's based upon the writings of Chekhov. That's actually the character's names. And she says, well, I'm going to be a producer in the show. Would you like to be an investor uh, in the show? So I says, you know what? Absolutely. I'd love to invest in the show. 
I said, I don't know anything about Broadway, but, you know, let me, let me, I'm, you know, but it's just like the talent. I tell the talent all the time, they have to invest in themselves. They have to make investments in their career. You know, you want to be in the music industry. You have to invest in a demo, an electronic press kit. You want to be a model. You have to invest in a portfolio and training. You want to be an actor, a headshot. So I've always preached this, and I said, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. Just like the way the talent invests themselves and they have these wonderful careers, even though I'm the producer of the event, I'd love to be able to be a producer on Broadway. So I made the investment. And sure enough, um, that show would actually go on to win the Tony in 2013 for Best Play. So my very first show that I got involved with um, won the Tony. So it was was the most incredible, incredible experience of my life. I remember sitting in the audience at the Tonys. I'm wearing this tuxedo. It's so hot. I'm literally playing with my, you know, uh, you know, bow tie. And I'm just like, oh, my God, it's so hot. And our show was up against Tom Hanks, a lucky guy. Okay. Um, and the writer of the show had just recently passed away. And the Broadway community is very tight. So I'm sitting there. We were actually nominated for six Tonys um, for Best Actor, Best Actress, Best you know, Design, and so forth. So as they're going through the list of all these different awards, uh, we're losing. <laughs> so we lose, we lose, we lose, we lose. Literally, like, losing everything. I'm, like, sitting there. I'm, like, oh, my God. I'm literally going to walk out of the Tonys as a loser. This is, like, terrible, right? <laughs> You know, and I'm thinking, I just want to go to the ESPN Cafe. <laughs> yeah, I think it was like a, you know, some, you know, sports game on. I think it was like the beginning of baseball season or something. And I just wanted to go watch a baseball game, you know, have a big a beer, you know, and sit at the bar. So as I'm sitting there, you know, we're down to the final Tony. And um, it's literally us against Tom Hanks. And, you know, they're just about to make the announcement. I'm like, you know what? There's no way we can win. It's Tom Hanks. This man's a legend. And I literally just close my eyes as they make the announcement. I don't even hear anything. All I just hear is the whole place goes wild. People are cheering. And I open up my eyes and I look out onto the stage. And there was our playbill. We had won the Tony in 2013. It was the most incredible experience. I can't even describe it. And what followed up next was really the most amazing experience. You know, definitely, you know, you know, if your life is made up of memories, you know, at the end of your life when you can look back, really every experience, everything you have is what you can remember and what the enjoyment you brought to others. And I remember as we're, you know, getting ready to go to our after party, I'm, I'm standing in the lobby and I'm with the producers, and all of a sudden I see Tom Hanks. And I had never met him before. You know, obviously just like everyone else, I'd grown up watching all his movies, and, you know, to me, he's just, you know, a legend. Just You know, you can't go to a Tom Hanks movie and not enjoy it, right? Wouldn't you agree with that? Yeah. So Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, so I'm, I'm, yeah, so I'm standing there. He, you know, he comes over to me, and he's, like, congratulating everyone. And he literally, he shakes my hand, and he's like, Michael, congratulations on your win tonight. You deserved it. You earned it. I, I literally, I just, I didn't even know what to say. I was like, Mr. Hanks, it's such an honor and a pleasure to meet with you. And it was just an incredible experience. We went to the after party afterwards and it was just, it was literally like a, like a, a magical night. It really was an incredible night. Um, we'd go on and invest in other shows, Gigi on Broadway and uh, dinner with the boys and so forth. So just a really incredible experience. We're currently, uh, I'm reading two scripts right now for a couple of major Broadway shows, one starring Daniel Radcliffe. Um, and I think nice. I think what the other one is. Yeah, so uh, a lot of great things are coming up as far as the Broadway scene is concerned. Also looking into investing into a couple of scripts for movies. Um, so some really great things. And, you know, and again, it's all by who you know. 
You know, meaning Robert Galinsky would introduce me to Pat Addis, and Pat Addis would, you know, lead me to going on and winning six Tonys combined, nominated for, over, you know, one total over 36 awards. I've won multiple Drama Desk Awards, meeting Tom Hanks, and just really having this most incredible experience. And yet, you know, the best part of this, I have no experience. People spend their life studying Broadway. People spend their life, um, you know, attempting to perfect their craft. And they will never, ever know what it's like to win a Tony. It's like the ultimate experience. And again, all by who you know. I chose to surround myself with the right people. I chose to invest in myself. I chose to make this my life's mission to prove to the world this concept that I have of introducing people to the right people in the industry. And boom, it worked. You know, it worked for me. It worked for Nick. It worked for over 10,000 of our talent. And if you're trying to break into the music industry, you know, which I know is what's going to be our topic tonight, you know, I'm going to go over some really great tips on how to do that. So, That's awesome. So, um, wow. <laughs> so you were alluding to how the music industry has changed. I mean, first of all, your story is fantastic. I mean, I can't even imagine what it must have been like to have Tom Hanks congratulate you for winning the Tony over him. So, I mean, <laughs> that's a moment I wish I, you had recorded. That must have been fantastic. <laughs> Um, that was phenomenal. So you were alluding, I can't even imagine, but um, you were alluding to how the music industry has changed. How is it different now from it, what, the way it was 12 years ago, aside from the fact that we're not buying CDs anymore? Well, you know, the music industry is always going to be about finding talent. Okay? So that hasn't changed. What has changed is how talent are, get themselves out there. And, you know, with, with the digital revolution, there's a whole plethora of sites. And, you know, I see, you know, I'm, I'm going to kind of look at this from some of the mistakes I see talent make. And, and one of the ones I see, at the end of the day, okay, you always got to remember the recording industry, the record industry is all about distribution. It's about getting your music out there. It's about getting your music licensed. Without distribution, no one is going to hear your song. You could be the best artist in the world. You could have the most phenomenal voice. You could have the most catchy beat. But if you don't have distribution, you are not being heard your music is going nowhere, okay? So what has really changed is how distribution works, okay? So a lot of people, what I see okay. is, you know, right now, there's, you know, all these companies like Spotify and, you know, no talent try to put out their music on Spotify. They put out their music on YouTube. They put all their music out there, but they're, they're trying to act as their social media manager. They're trying to act as the record label. They're trying to act as a producer. They're trying to act as, you know, uh, the manager, the agent. They're taking on all these different hats and they're not an expert in any one. Okay, if you're a musician, okay, you're a writer, you're, 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 you're an artist. Your only job in this world is to produce content. Okay, if you're a vocalist, then your only job in this world is to sing. Your job is not that you try and create the next hot song. You need to get the right people in your life to do that. And I see all the time what, they, what people try to do is they go online, they do some searches, you know, they try to find a producer, and then they try to shop around to try and get, like, a, you know, a, a demo made based upon price. <laughs> we don't do that. Like, yeah. who, who would you rather work with? Would you rather work with somebody who's a multi-Grammy award-winning producer, or would you rather work with somebody who's, like, charging 500 bucks and is, is, can record their, your song in their house? So, you know, it's, it's like garbage in, garbage out. If you're, if, you're gonna, if you're not willing to invest into this and you're not willing to get the right people to produce, see, because having a Grammy award-winning producer, that means that that person could turn around, take that tape, and just go to the record label and say, hey, 
I they could just make a couple of changes to one of your songs, and now they become co-producer of that. So it's mm-hmm. from zero to hero because now you're working with a Grammy Award-winning producer. You're co-producing a song together, right? What do you think would take more notice yeah. than a record label? Somebody who's a no one or somebody who's, who's already won a, you know, a Grammy or multiple Grammys? And that's, that's where talent yeah. are blinded. They don't understand that. They don't understand, like, putting your music just out on Spotify. I tell people all the time, you know what? Why don't you build a website? Okay? Build a website. There's, you know, there's a company called ClickFunnels. You can literally have a website up in 30 minutes. And why don't you just put, you know what, if you're giving your music away for free, right, at least direct the traffic to your site where it says, hey, I'd love to send you my newest track. It is awesome. I'd love to give it to you for free. Where, where would you like me to email you the link to that song? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Now think about this. You yeah, have 50,000 people download your song, right, on Spotify. 50,000 people download your song on Spotify. How many emails do you have? Of those people, zero. how do you know how many people? Zero. If you have fifty thousand people download your song on your site and you have those emails, how many emails do you have? Fifty thousand. Fifty thousand. Now you can say, "Hey, I I want to sell T-shirts. Hey, I'm 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 offering. You know, I'm doing a local performance. Come out and you know support me." Now you can build a fan base. If you want, if you're going to do music today. Just the way the music changed, you always have to be one step ahead. You can't followers on Instagram and followers on YouTube and Facebook. That doesn't work anymore. There's software that tracks that, that sees through that. What the recording industry wants today is engagement. They want to know that people are listening to music, they're downloading your songs, and that these are people who will become consumers. They will buy tickets to your concert. They will buy T-shirts. They will buy merchandise. They will listen to that song on the radio. Um, you know, you can open up into licensing. There is li- literally in today's world, there is unlimited possibilities for musicians if they know what they're doing. Okay, you know, we we do mm-hmm. open calls three times a week. We talk a lot about musicians. You know, if any of your listeners are out, listeners that are out there, you know, feel free to go to our website. You know, check us out. You know, you can reach out through the open call to get a hold of me, and I by all means would be willing to talk to anybody. You know, for as long as they want. Obviously, I can't go through everything on this call, but you know, we do have programs where we can help people reach that next level. But they have to be open-minded. They have to be willing to put in the work, and at the end of the day, they have to have the talent. But being able to collect yep. emails and being able to control that customer base—that's the beginnings of distribution. That's what creates a buzz around people following you versus somebody just randomly listening to a song on Spotify. You have to build a customer base. When you walk into a record label, they want to see. If you walk into a record label with even such a small number, 50,000, they will be impressed. Okay? On YouTube, it takes, you know, 5 yeah. million downloads where somebody will even will even, even think that you exist. Okay? The numbers okay. that you need to reach on these platforms are incredible. Um, and, you know, even getting 5 million downloads on a song, you know, you'd be lucky if you make a few dollars. Okay? So there's no mm-hmm. money in that. So people put all this time, energy into building on these other platforms, all you're doing is make the owners of those platforms rich, right? When you're yep. putting all your info on yep. Facebook, you're putting all your info on Spotify, you're, you're creating content for somebody else to use, for somebody else to grow their wealth, for somebody else to grow their legacy, their destiny. You need to do it yourself. You need to be able to control that traffic. Without being able to control that traffic and understanding, right, when you want to put all your eggs into Facebook, time, small changes the algorithm, decides to change everything. 
Now all of a sudden you work for Mark Zuckerberg. You need to be able to do it all yourself. You need to be able to control that trap. That is the number one rule in this game. You want to make it, you know, and it's always, it always comes down to your net worth is equal to your net work. Okay? You've got to be that's on true. your A game to make it in this industry. Well, that's, 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 that's just, you know, a couple of real hot tips out there for your listeners. And I hope they appreciate that. I hope they're able to take that to the next level, be able to work with that and so forth. I'm sure they will. So um, you're talking about, like, getting connected to the right people. Yeah, you got to get yourself out there. That's you know, a and are out there. They're looking, yeah, they're looking for new stuff. But without buzz, you know, there, there's a million great singers out there. You know, you, you need to have the buzz. You need, you need to build up your audience before even considering talking to a record label. You know, the great thing about our event is we bring in such a wide variety of people that handle everything from social media, that handle everything for uh, PR, marketing. You know, just being on a platform like this and getting your, your voice out there. I know you've interviewed lots of musicians. You know, you're interviewing yeah, not only have, musicians, yeah. models, actors, people who are interested in Broadway. You know, you need to be a part of this community. You know, you come out to the event, maybe you're a songwriter, maybe you could write a song for a Broadway show, right? People always think mm-hmm. that they're going to write for yeah, a pop artist. Why not launch your career in Broadway? Think of all the, you know, most people don't realize the most famous artists in the world, they started off writing and doing work for others. And they leveraged yeah, how... that hard work and dedication to launch their career. There's no instant gratification in this business. This business is all about sweat and hard work. And if you're not able to be putting that into your career, then you don't deserve to be here. You have to be willing to walk on fire. You need to be able to do whatever it takes to get what you want in this life. You have to go out there and make your dreams happen. If you're just sitting at home, sitting on your couch, waiting for somebody to discover you, that's never going to happen. You have to get yourself out to New York, to Miami, to Orlando, to Hollywood. You have to meet the movers and the shakers of the industry if you want to be successful in this game. It is that simple. That's absolutely true. I mean, we talk about this a lot on um, one of the themes that we always talk about is like, it's not what you know, it's who you know, and the hard work and dedication and just having a vision of where you want to go. So how would you suggest someone like you're saying, like if someone um, like you're, you're telling you, I mean, the, the advice you're giving is absolutely solid, but like, how do you build your audience to 50,000? Like, how does one do that? Like you, how would, you how get out you there, get and you, you, you got to get out there. You got to you got to promote. You go you go into you go into where 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 you find that audience that wants to listen to your type of music, right? You need to know who your audience is, right? Eminem yeah. knows his audience. Jay Z knows his audience. So you don't go out there and promote your music in groups that are other guys like you promoting their music. You go into like you got to be creative. You know if you if. You go into like where there there are, are people who are sharing this common idea of life. What is your song about, right? You wrote a song about yeah. you know your struggles, um, you know a broken heart. You know you know go out there and start sharing that message. You know, hey guys, you know I'm an up and coming artist. You know I wrote this song about you know having a broken heart. I'm sure everybody can relate to what it feels like to have a broken heart. You know I would love for you just to listen to it. I see artists all the time. They they promote, they try to drop their music inside of groups where other people are dropping their music. And all you're getting is a lot of noise. Nobody's clicking on those links. Nobody's listening. Go out to where your fan base would be. Go out there, engage with those people. Engage, you know, yeah. engage with people, you know, engage with people who are, are looking for your music, that are looking for a new song. 
that, you know, you, you have to, you know, it's not meant to be easy. It's not easy. Everybody would be on the radio. You know, another thing you need to work yeah. on is getting stage present. You know, if, if you have to go to karaoke nights and then sing your heart out of karaoke, then do it. If you have to go out and perform at a local bar on stage for free, then do it. Wherever you can, wherever somebody gives you a chance, you know, and I can't, you know, another thing, you have to keep your EPK with you at all times. You have to be able to, you know, all the time people come up to me, hey, Mike, you know, I heard you in the music industry, you know, I wanted you to listen to my song. I'm like, all right, what do you, what do you got? You got, you got like a, you know, a little hard drive, flash drive, something? Well, no, I got it on my phone. Okay, well, you want me to take my phone with you? Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, what do you want me to do, sit here and listen to it right now? Like, that's kind of disrespectful. Yeah. Come on. And I see people do that not only to me, but they do it to people in the recording industry all the time. People, I can't, you know, and yeah. honestly, legally, you know, if, you're, if you don't have this music license or registered with ASCAP, I shouldn't even be listening to it. A record label doesn't want to listen to it because your music's not even yeah. protected. Your music's not even copyright. You don't even know what you're doing. So before you even worry about building that 50,000-person fan base, register your music. Sign up for ASCAP. You know, learn how to read music. Learn how to write music. Yeah. Understand the genre. Understand. You should know the music industry better than the A&R rep. That's when you're ready to get signed. You need to go out there and promote yourself every which way you can. I don't care if it's playing at a country fair. The fans will come. If you have a great sound, you have a great hook, you have a great song, you have that potential, but that's a package, man. If you don't have that package put together, why are you worrying about trying to build a fan base, right? It's like you're putting the yeah. cart before the horse. See? Yeah. That's where people make mistakes in the music industry. They're looking for the end result. Okay? They think it's Burger King. They think it's McDonald's. Yeah, let me get a number one. I'll take a Grammy. You know what? Give me two Grammys, and uh, you know what? Give me a Tony, too. It doesn't work that way. People laugh at you. People have no respect for you. You're always just going to get pushed to the back. You know what? You really want to be in this industry? Go intern at a record label. Go intern at a, yeah. at a recording studio. Go work for free. Work for free. Bust it out. Do whatever it takes. P. Diddy, he started off as an intern. Okay? You know, Eddie Huffman, mm-hmm. multi-Grammy Award winner, based out of our hometown in Philadelphia. He started off as an intern. Okay? He used to ride his bike to the recording studio. Okay? From Jersey to Philadelphia over the bridge. Okay, because he wanted this so bad. If you don't want this, yeah. you have to want this the same way that you want to breathe. You know that old story about the guy who says, go out to the water, and then the guy goes, how's this going to help me? He goes, goes a little bit further. He goes, how's this going to help me? And he keeps sending him out until finally he's underneath the water. And then he comes up, and he's like, he can't breathe. He goes, that feeling you just had, that's how bad you want to have, want to have this. You have to want this more than you, as much as you want to be able to breathe. That's when. That's where artists come from. That's where true celebrities come from. That's where the greats come from. And that's what you have to do. You have to know your art. You have to meet the right people. You have to build a foundation. You know, most people, they come to me with demos that are not even made right. They're, they're, they're a total wreck, and they apologize. Yeah, I know it's not professional. You know it's not professional, but yet you, <laughs> this is what you're handing out? You know? Yeah, that, I mean, you have to... The, the simplicity in this is amazing. All you got to do is do it the right way. And if you don't, some people, they just don't know what they don't know. And that's why you need to come yeah. out to the VIP Ignite live event. People there, they will hold your hand. They will show you step by step how and what you need to do to get to that level. It is that simple. 
There is no other way. Unless you're going to surround yourself by other people, you know, I could give you a thousand tips out here. But unless you got the product, building the fan base, all you got, you got fans that are going to be disappointed. And you're going to just lose them. And you're going to put in hundreds of hours worth of work to not be able to satisfy those fans. And guess what? When you lose a fan, they never come back. That is the truth. That is very true. So very true. that's what I have to say for tonight. Well, that was awesome. And it's um, thank you for all of the tips that you have to offer and just your passion, not only for the music industry, but just for your talent in general. Like I know how hard you work and I think that I, I hope that every person who listens is going to go right to the website, which is ammsociety.com, so they can get registered for New York or for L.A. or for one of the many events that you have coming up. Because if, as you can hear, Michael is very passionate about all of you, anyone listening. He's very passionate about everything that goes on with the talent. So thank you so much for sharing your passion with us and your tips. And Thank you so much. I hope that Thank everyone for having you on your show tonight. I, I, I hope everyone takes this advice to heart. I know it may not be what they want to hear, but it's what they need to hear, and that's the difference. So I hope everybody yeah, I mean, has a great night. Our... I heard you're going up to Syracuse this week, so you definitely have a great uh, open call up there and meeting all the talent. So, you know, once again, yeah, yeah once again, yeah, it's going to be great. So, hey, I can't wait to talk to you next week. Uh, have everybody a great night. Always go out there, push, never give up on your dreams, and make it happen. All right, guys? Thank you for having me on the show. Have a great night. Thanks. Have a good night. Bye. You too. Bye.